0: Welcome to the Maggie Williams Podcast, where we discuss hunting, travel, and outdoor adventures. Proudly sponsored by Rolling Thunder Game Calls, the sound of a new generation. Brought to you by Heavy Shot, industry leader in shot shell ammunition innovation. I don't come this far to miss. And Lost Hat Company. Ask your other hat company what choke you should shoot. Get lost. Now here's your host, Maggie Williams.
1: What's going on, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Maggie Williams Podcast. I am very excited to announce today's guest. This is none other than the cobbler, <laughs> Mister Wade Shoemaker. How are you, Wade?
2: I'm good, and I'm excited that you called me cobbler. I've never been called cobbler. It's we're gonna. Good. I hope it sticks.
1: It's gonna catch on.
2: I hope it sticks. Yeah,
1: yeah. either waiter aid or the cobbler. I would. I would prefer cobbler
2: if we're gonna take suggestions. So. The if cobbler. anybody's listening, cobbler works.
1: Yeah, this is the cobbler. Um, he's doing good today because he, did he didn't go on another goat roping with us. So <laughs>
2: I went on a goat roping with somebody
1: else. <laughs> at least it wasn't with us.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I laughed a lot more there. I was pretty well ready to leave at 8 a.m. this morning.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Just to be honest.
1: Well, no one delivered pizza that day, no, right? Touche. There we go. So, Wade, to all of our listeners that don't know you, tell us a little bit about who you are.
2: Um... That's, I don't know. I, I'm Wade. Uh, I live in Quitman. I'm married since 2011. I have two boys. One's seven and one is four. Uh, He'll turn five in April. So that's exciting. Um, photographer, somewhat of a videographer, and I manage community for a couple brands in the outdoor space.
1: Uh, who do you work for, Wade?
2: So I manage community for Migra Ammunitions as well as Sound Gear.
1: Very and cool. Soundgear
2: is a hearing protection company based out of Minnesota.
1: Noted. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I knew you did work for Migra I was not aware of Soundgear. Good to know. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't really put it out there. That, like, I mean, I just did because you asked. But like, I don't just tell a bunch of people. Like, it's not like on my Facebook status as my job. I just kind of. I don't know. If you know, you know, and if you don't, then okay too. You know, I don't care.
1: <laughs> well, so my, my parents asked me, you know, who I'm doing a podcast with. And yeah. like He's a really nice guy named Wade. You know, we hung up with him and. Um, like, what's he do? And it's like, I had to see him on all kinds of adventures. I don't yeah. really know what he does. Yeah. So, no, awesome.
2: That's a good answer because I don't know, I don't have a good answer for it. So, that's that's the perfect way to put it.
1: Well, speaking of adventures, tell me about this boat ramp tour you've got going on.
2: Man, so, uh, about a year ago, we were just trying to come up with some initiatives with Migra to like, hey, how do we do something different? How do we get out and like touch customers that, that aren't being touched? You know, like not in a weird way. Like, it's <laughs> it's, it's kind of like... <laughs> Which the thing is, you're out in the middle of nowhere, so sometimes it goes that direction. And you just got to back out. But, like, we just wanted to figure out a way to, like, I don't know, meet them where they are. You know, let them know, like, hey, we do the same thing you do. Because if I went on this boat ramp tour, I'd, I'd probably be a little south of here, like, doing the same exact thing. Or I'd be at home doing the same thing. So, right. I don't know. I guess we can kind of speak and communicate to these people uh, and, you know, in a way that, that honestly only people that do the same thing as them can. And that's why we did it because we were just like, we're one of you. And just because we work in the outdoor space and just because we sell shotgun shells, like, we shoot them the same way you do with these shotgun shells. And, uh, that's what it, that, that's where we're at, Boat Ramp Tour. And we're, hitting them anywhere from we started in venice like of all places at the very bottom of louisiana and Love venice. it was cool and not, i mean but it was like 30 mile an hour sustained winds and then <laughs> raining and the, ne- the last day we were there we we're gonna go hunt and woke up palm trees were sideways and we just nope gonna take it back north and uh you know just try to stay alive and get back home scout get our butts kicked for the first whole week of duck season and um uh, anyway this is our last leg it ends on wednesday which is the last day of duck season here in arkansas and we got a lot more stuff to give away with a bunch of brand partners, and that's what we're doing.
1: Very cool. That is awesome. I think it's funny you mentioned thirty mile an hour winds in Venice. Did y'all cross the river while it was thirty mile an hour winds?
2: So we crossed the river at twenty to twenty five sustained with thirty five gust, and then that was the first day. And we shot some ducks. We left, and we woke up the next morning with thirty sustained with like forty gust. We're like, no we're not doing it because we're in flat bottoms like we're in you know pro drives and we're just like not doing this
1: i did it in a 17 foot boat a few years ago with the gator tail on the back and i, mm. I didn't think i was going to live to tell the story well that's why we didn't do it <laughs> i commend you though for, yeah. being, for being able to tell it because most people when i say that i've done that they think look at me like i'm crazy so it's nice to see someone else who oh, has. Oh, we've
2: done it and that's why we decided not to do it again correct you know. yeah the chances of getting out of that are way slimmer than than most
1: a- absolutely yeah but now we've got—I don't know—five days left of duck season.
2: Yeah, I think—is so. it five? Wait, t- yeah. Well, I'm not even counting tomorrow. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not going to hunt tomorrow.
1: I don't blame you. I'm
2: driving down somewhere else.
1: It's going to be pouring rain in the mm, morning.
2: Yeah, I've been rained on once this week. I'm not going—not going to do it again.
1: I mean, what a season! How, how has your season been?
2: It's been—it's been good considering um, I was in Texas a lot. I worked for an outfitter called Dry Creek Outfitters. Uh, I photographed there like thirty-something days a year. This year I cut it short. Just life happened and i had to come home for some stuff and the freeze happened i had to come home make sure pipes were wrapped and stuff like that you know so it's like so i go over there and i photograph and we honestly had a a banner year again um and we didn't know what to expect because water is slim at a lot of places and um yeah we had a great year and i left early a little bit because i had to come home through that storm and then i got a text from the outfitter from russ the guy that owns it he's like hey you missed a good week we shot 890 something birds this week
1: the best week we've had all season was during the freeze it it was unreal
2: oh yeah 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 and i was killing them at home when i came up here but we were scheduled dates to come up here and you know you if you if you've been duck hunting very long you know you don't leave ducks to find ducks but you do have to leave ducks when work is on the other end of that call so we ran up and we did really well where we were and that's great but like we were there was a lot of ducks at the house and and we left and or I left because my buddies were sending me pictures they were shooting them but uh, but yeah so duck season has been been okay counting the Texas season counting the freeze when I got back home and truly before that it was pretty slow um, it's pretty rough I to found, be honest
1: I found it funny that everyone was saying oh we're chasing the thaw we can't wait for the thaw <laughs> the thaw has not been good to yeah us. It's been
2: good at all <laughs> you know
1: the, the, the freeze was where it was at so. Yeah. um, but I, I love to hear about your duck season. And Out in Texas, do you guys do sandhill crane hunt?
2: We do a lot of them. Really? Yeah, it's it's the only—and this is going to sound bad. I eat all the birds we shoot. Like, if we shoot them, I eat them. The only bird I look forward to, to eating, like, I go hunting excited to eat it, is a sandhill crane. Really? Yeah, and a speck, but, like, sandhill crane makes a speck look like— Coot gizzard or something. I don't know. It's it's incredible.
1: Noted. No,
2: I promise. If you've never, have you ever had it? No. Okay, you got. To gotta... me,
1: mallard duck is like fine dining. No,
2: ma'am. No. Really? No. You'll no. Not a chance.
1: Wow. Not compared to that. All right. Cool. Yeah. Texas on the to do list. You
2: need to do that. I would recommend it.
1: Awesome. Very cool. Well, one of the main reasons that I got you on this podcast is that I have been told through the grapevine that you are a storyteller. Mm,
2: it depends. I can be. I don't know if it's good or not, but I can tell them.
1: So tell me about this Bob Sale story.
2: Can you hear me breathing in here?
1: No, not whenever we... Not really. <laughs> you can't. I hear
2: myself and I'm like, I sound like I am a stalker and it's bad. <laughs> no. I hear myself and it just sounds like a horror movie, like Scream or something. So know what? I'm sorry. No, you're Butterfly. good.
1: No, oh, that's okay. Uh, Bob Sale. Tell
2: so, me about this story. So Bob Sale is a guy... And this is, we were talking about stories, and this is a heavier one. Like, I, uh Bob Sells a guy, when I first started, I didn't start duck hunting until I was, like, 19. Like, I hunted growing up, like, shot shooting wood ducks off a creek, and then my papa took me somewhere that we had no business being because none of us knew how to duck hunt. Neither of us did. But anyway, I started duck hunting public when I was 19 with some pals, and it just kind of escalated exponentially, to be honest, uh, from there. And I, I was probably 20, I don't know, before I, I got married at 25, so I was probably 22, 23. Maybe 21. It's a blur from there to now. But anyway, I was duck hunting, and I had a buddy of mine, my very best friend in the world. I've known him since I was in kindergarten, named Jeff. And we hunted every day that we were together when it was that time of year. And we well, we also went to church together. And anyway, met a guy, named, a guy named Bob Sell while we were there. And Bob, like, just a cool dude, on the LSU store there. I'm sorry if anybody doesn't like LSU, but, um, you know, it, it sucks being second. So he owned the LSU store and um it's just a cool dude so he invited me to go hunting one day and he's like wade man look i got this place a buddy of mine backed out we've already paid for it you need to go hunting with me i was like bob i'm going home with my best friend like we're gonna get our butts kicked we're not gonna kill anything but i've already committed to my best friend and i'd rather go with him and not kill anything than you know us go beat up beat him up and he's like it's a once in a lifetime thing you may never get a chance to do this again you need to go and i said okay i'll talk to him He's like, please go talk to him. So I talked to my buddy. I was like, look, man, here's the thing. I gave him the whole spiel. He said, dude, just go. Like, I'll sleep. I was like, all right, cool. Went with him, and we showed up, and it was, it's still one of the hunts that that I remember. Like, it, like, almost, like, possibly changed the trajectory of, like, this is cool. You know, like, I I loved hunting, but then, like, I never had, like, a banger hunt, right? And we went in there, and we, we shot specks. First speck I ever killed. We shot four limits by, like, 730, and I was like... We're done. You know, like, this is cool. And they were like, y'all want to shoot some ducks? You know, we're we're here. And uh we didn't have anything to do. He's like, all right, cool. Let's just shoot some ducks. 9.30, we'll walk out of there. It's four of us. And we've got, you know, eight specks and 24 ducks. Wow. And a lot of the times we couldn't shoot. And a lot. I'm sure everybody's had these hunts. But, like, you look up and there's this, like, just converging of ducks all over the place. And you can't shoot because you might shoot a speck, you know, because they're up there, too. And anyway, we went. And, and it was incredible. Um You know, and and I got a. uh, We did that, and it was kind of one of those things, and you'll never forget it. I got a picture of it. It's framed of me on (laughs) me on the tailgate with like belly down birds at my house that I lived in with my buddy Jeff and uh, his current his wife. Like she took the picture of it of me on the back of the truck. It was funny, anyway. Short of the long, um, had that cool had that happen. It was one of the coolest times. I'll I'll never forget it and. Uh, I talked to him back and forth through the years, and then recently, like the day that you talked to me about doing this. Um, before that, like the day before that, I'd gotten a call, and Bob had been admitted for like double pneumonia in the hospital, like r- like several days ago, you know. And I was like, man, it was it was like he uh, he got admitted for double pneumonia, and my buddy that in a blind with him back home was like, hey, just you know, say a prayer for Bob. He's got admitted, and you know, once you you know, he I don't I don't know how old he was, but like he's not thirty. So like you kind of got to take that into, like consideration, and he uh, he went in, and I was like, all right, cool, double pneumonia. They'll you know move some fluid, whatever, and and then like a few days go by, and then I get a text from um, uh, they admitted him there, but my my wife was said his uh, her mom had told her that he had uh, sepsis. I think is what they call it had set in. Wow. Well. I don't know. I know I know what it is, but I don't I don't have the words for it, but. Sepsis is set in. I'm like, crap, that's not good, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we get a Facebook update, and it's like, um, or, no, my another buddy of mine texts me. He's like, hey, you know, just so you know, they called the family in. And I'm like, we go wow. from double pneumonia, you know, to this, and I'm like, man, this this don't feel right. And I, I, I don't know. Anyway, it bothered me, and I didn't think I'd be bothered by it. And uh, then we go from that family, and then I get a Facebook screenshot of like, hey, he's doing good. He's coming out. He's doing that. I'm like, all right. Cool. We're we're good. Like me and him can talk about this later and whatever. And then literally like a day or two later, the same guy that told me um that they called the family in, this is like midday not yesterday was it yesterday? Yesterday before. Anyway, called the family in and, and he, he passed away. Wow. And I was just, you know, you told me to do stories and I'm like, well, that's timely. And, and anyway, it just it hit me like There's people there that, like, a little bitty touch point of, like, taking a dude that he, you know, a kid, basically, that he didn't know that well, other than we went to church and we had the same kind of morals, and he's like, hey, you want to go do this once in a lifetime thing? And I look back, and it it really was. Like, I've never had a hunt that I'll remember the way I remember that one, because it was my first one that went that way. And... I'll always remember it, you know, and, uh, um, I thought about it when it happened and I was like, you know, I got a chance to take him some, some shells. Like, I know that's petty, it's just shells, but I got a chance to give him like three boxes cause he'd never tried Micra before. And then a week later he was like, man, I tried them. I love them. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah. I just, that's what went through my head. I was like, I was able to give, give him back just a little bit of something that I can never repay him for, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah, um, yeah. That's not the way I meant for that story to go when I wrote those notes down, but since we talked about it, that's what happened, and um, I, I like to think that what he did kind of helped push me along to want to do more. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah.
1: There's something so special about the older men that yeah. take us and pour into our lives. You know, m- yeah. my dad, um, he's 32 years older than me, so he was never like a papaw. I never had a papaw-aged man hunting with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I had lots of awesome mentors, but my grandfather had three strokes before I was even, or uh, three, two strokes in my lifetime, one before I was born, and so he never went hunting with me. Yeah. And this last year, uh, Mr. Dennis Campbell. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard us talking about Mr. Dennis. I have. Um, he, I've probably shared a dozen hunts with him this year, and he has just really changed my life. And I don't, yeah. th- I don't think you'll ever know Mm-mm. how much he's changed my life. No. Like, you know, just him pouring into us... It, it's something i'll never forget and so i I totally understand where you're coming from and and what you mean and uh thank you for sharing that
2: yeah yeah sorry that was a little more it was just went a different route than i expected it but
1: no i'm glad i'm glad you shared it with us thank you so much thank you so so much and now you've also mentioned so drake's best hunt ever yeah tell me about that
2: that was recent okay (laughs) i made a uh I made a Facebook post about it uh, like a few days ago. I don't post to Facebook nearly what I used to, but this was worthy of like, y'all hey, yeah, gotta see this. But we're on a hunt. I actually, so I take uh, senior pictures like one, I actually just only take one a year. Really? Like one, one guy, um, and I take them duck hunting. And oh, because man, and I, I, this isn't about the story, but this is why I have to say this. Like, you guys have seen the senior pictures where the dude is in a pond in the summer holding a gun up or decoys floating. Yes. You know, he's sweating because he's in waders like in 94 degrees. Right. Anyway, I can't stand those photos. Even before I started as, as a photographer, I was like, these are garbage. And I'm sorry if any photographers have ever done that. They're great quality photos.
1: It's a thought that counts. But
2: from the authenticity side. Garbage. Correct. So I was like, we got to change that. So I started offering senior portraits. And the first year I did it, like I had to like turn people away. And I didn't do like, I think I had like five or six is all I was going to do. I know I was going to do five. I did six and I had to tell people no. Well, then this, as I started getting busier and busier, I was like, I'll do one. And then this year I was like, I can only do one, if any. And then I did two because the kid, one kid asked me at the gym after I'd accepted another one at like my son's school function or something you know so anyway uh, uh camden and layton are the guys that i did and uh, i went late layton, on layton's it was like a, uh, it was during the freeze or like right at the beginning of the fall back home and we went out to a spot that's public and everybody knows it but we went out there and uh we started riding the boat out and we didn't know how bad the ice was but it was like three to four inches thick and it was me and drake in the boat which his name is obviously drake but um three or four inches thick, and we're running the cut, and we go to break out of the cut, and my buddy's like, yeah, just follow my ice trail, you know? We'll, we'll just follow that. We'll go, you know, because you can see it all busted up. I was like, all right, cool. So I took a right, went east, and started going north when I made my way east far enough. And as soon as we get in this ice trail, we realize it's not his ice trail. It is somebody else's ice trail. Oh, so we no. end up, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, there's reed sets everywhere. And when you start going in this thing, like, if you don't go the right way and you end up in a set of reeds, you're not getting out of these reeds with right. three inches of ice. You can it, roll through them in water if you're, if you're rolling, you know, but anyway. Too congested? Yes, bad. I mean, when you're in a circle, it's terrible. So, this seven-minute boat ride from the lot turned into an hour. And my seven-year-old's laying in the floor like, Daddy, I'm ready to hunt. And I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, this is my <laughs> fault. I'm sorry. And we finally make it to to Hallbrook and the And we're hunting, and I'm taking this guy's, uh, Layton's pictures, and uh, and drake's beside me and his hands are cold and you know he's like he starts crying because they're hurting so bad like crying so i, I try to heat him up and all this stuff and we ended up having to like shove his hands down my waiters, like where my stomach is that's the warmest part and i read a book a long time ago it was something about survival and I, I, I don't know why i remembered it but it was like your stomach is the warmest part of your body you know wow and the dad let his son put his feet on his stomach to warm his feet up in this book and i'm like got it so anyway I grabbed his hands I shoved them like down my waiters and, and no I don't know but I said you'd better not tell your mom I did this and he says why is it because she's never putting her feet on my stomach you know like because you're trying to warm your feet up at night or something I'm like nah you ain't doing it i'm just i'm just like no don't tell her this and, i mean i told her of course like it's it's hilarious but i was just trying to make him laugh and get his mind off of it and so he put his hands down there and as soon as he touched my son he goes oh <laughs> he was like it's real you know anyway so oh, anyway, we were there for like mean, we kept having to change positions because like he took all the heat out of whatever he was touching and we finally got him warmed back up and then as soon as like he starts like getting better he's like daddy my feet And I'm like, oh, my God, man. Like, now his feet are hurting. Because he's in waders, and I don't know. I mean, they've been sitting there. So we're hanging out, and his feet are hurting. So we finally get his hands warmed up, and I'm sitting here, like, zipping my clothes back up, you know. And we put everything on. So I grab him by his straps on his waders because they come out, you know, the lacrosse waders or whatever. And I grab them, and they're neoprene. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'm holding you like a puppet. You're not going to fall. Like, if you fall, I'm going to pick you up just walk he's well why I was like because you need to warm your feet up and they're throwing Mm -hmm. decoys around and moving stuff because these birds are trying to finish over here we didn't finish here and short of the long he starts walking we just walk back and forth for five or ten minutes and uh, he trips a couple times and he ends up just like suspended above the water like it was a mission impossible where he drops down and he's hung well I'm holding him over the water like this and he's like daddy I'm sorry I was like bro stand up you know <laughs> so he stands up and uh, he's walking his feet are warm you know and we do that for about 10 minutes we go sit back down and we move and he's good to go and then we, we, we shoot I mean nobody expected to have a good hunt that day like we went out there expecting to shoot 10 or 12 ducks take this guy's photos Late and, and, and have a good time I brought Drake because it was supposed to be an easy hunt right well we, we we end up it's chaos and like it's like seven of us there and we're all mad at each other because neither one none of us expected it none of us knew what to do right because it's like they're coming from everywhere we're not it just it was chaos but we get done and then we're picking off these ducks after we moved them with the decoys start picking them off one at a time because they're just floating right here and we shoot them and they're done and anyway drake looks up and he goes when we were in the first read set he looked up when all these birds were coming in i mean we're talking about wads of 50 to 100 teal and they're coming down land and there's mallards there's everything and drake's like daddy is this is this even real you know he's he's like is this even real and i'm like oh man you know like Mm -hmm. i just went into like bro yes you know (laughs) and uh (laughs) we move and then we move and we get done hunting and we shoot like our 40 second duck and i'm like you know we're pumped and drake goes daddy this is the best hunt ever he goes well but maybe because we shot that speck at the lake one time you know (laughs) he was he was pumped because he loves shooting specks on the lake because it's not normal anyway he was like this is the best hunt ever and he (laughs) we were going to take like the pile picture on the boat and uh i looked up and he was on the front of my buddy's boat like on the hunt deck and he was just leaned over like this smooth out he's, oh. he, he stayed like that for like almost 10 minutes he woke up we took the picture he didn't go back to sleep until like 9 30 that night
1: how old is he <laughs> seven wow
2: he's a dude like he's 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 about it but he i don't know he woke up we woke up at 145 that morning because i mean it, you got to be there and get in line and all this other stuff and my buddy was first in line thankfully he slept there and uh, he woke up rolled never went to sleep had his adult conversations with us the whole time Nine thirty and he finally went to sleep and he was pumped. What a legend. No, it was so fun. And he was it was his best hunt ever, so he says, unless he decides to rank that that speck we killed above it at some point.
1: I understand. Especially yeah. fun. oh uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: That <laughs> it was a- fun.
1: So Drake is seven. He's seven. And your other
2: Gage is four.
1: Oh wow. So you've got a lot to look forward to.
2: I'm excited. And Gage is I'm not really sure about Gage yet. Like, he's going to be a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what my parents said about my parents. I was the youngest of two daughters. Yeah. And my mom said I was the reason she quit having children. That,
2: Gage is the reason we decided. Brandy was like, I want five. I was like, two. She was like, maybe three. I was like, two. Gage gets here and she goes, two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's It's he's, he's something. He's But we love him. like He's really bad, but he's like... The most cuddly loving kid that mm-hmm. like, and I'm just like, man, look, if you, if you can do this and then we end up here, it's a win.
1: It is a win. So, a win is a win. Absolutely. That's awesome. Very cool. I think I saw that. I saw pictures from Drake's hunt re- Probably, recently. Yeah.
2: I posted on, on social. I was, I was like the first post I'd made, like, well, I made two posts, like in the last three weeks, maybe. And that was the most recent.
1: Yeah. I, I remember reading that. It was really cool. Yeah.
2: He's, he's a good, he's fun.
1: That's awesome. And you have said something about a guy fixing your tire.
2: So this is one I, I text my buddy. And, uh, man, <laughs> so there's a the spot we hunt, and uh, it's, it's back home. And it's the place I started hunting, like a part of the place. And I was like 19 when this happened, uh, well, when I started hunting here. And this was a couple years later. And we're running, and then when this place floods up, it's really good. And when it gets to a certain point, there's woods that flood that you you can't motor in. Like okay. so you like you run back there and you can you can run a John boat back there You can you know paddle it back and it's just limited access. So we run in there and um, well, We're running and we didn't have anything back then like we, we were piling money together to, to for gas Like Brett. we've hunted this same area before and we legit we're like all right How many miles per gallon does your truck get cool? Okay, well um, We can so you've got this many miles you need this many gallons, you know th- 4.6 gallons and we have shells no okay we'll split this box you know like we went in me and my buddies went in with 15 shells and like six dollars and 37 cents of gas like that's how we made it and i
1: respect it yeah
2: well i mean that's what we had I've, to do
1: i've been there and done that yes. me and a girlfriend we went to oklahoma once and we shared a bag of clothes and we <laughs> ate at the gas station only yeah only and i think we prayed yeah. to get yeah
2: well, we we rode up in there and this wasn't that time this was a, diff- that was a different time but we rode up in there and we drove all the way in, not paying attention, blaring music that, honestly, I'd probably be embarrassed to talk about, and we we'd rolled up in there, and we parked, and I'm about asleep in the back seat, because this is, like, we hunted almost every day together. We lived in an apartment in Monroe, Louisiana, and we just hunted a lot, mm-hmm. and then we drove all the way there. We get to this parking area in the middle of nowhere, no, no cell service for, like, 15, 20 minutes, and... Uh, we, 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 I'm about sleep, and my buddy gets out of the passenger seat walks around and I, all I hear him say he goes uh oh we got a problem yikes you know and he's got a I, I do the voice and I probably will on accident sometimes but he's got he's very unique individual he is our wild card as we call him and he was <laughs> like we got a problem and he walks up and he's like well what is it you know he's like well look, look at this my buddy gets out. I'm not even I didn't even get out of the truck like I, my head's hanging over to the side I'm just dead and my buddy gets out and he goes, "Oh man!" And there was—I mean, there was a lot of other descriptive words in in that little time frame, but of course. not going to repeat them. And anyway, they get back in. I was like, "Well, what's wrong?" You know? He's like, "Well, we got a flat on the trailer." I was like, "So?" That's right. That's changed. He's like, "No, you don't understand. We got it. We got a flat." And I was like, "Well, we have a spare." He's like, "Yeah, but we don't." <laughs> How would not have a spare? Because oh, no. it's a borrowed boat with you know everything. Because we didn't have anything, and it's not just a flat tire; it's also a broken lee spring. And then when the lee spring broke, the axle went up, and there was a bolt. <laughs> there was a bolt holding the fender on. So when the when that fell, the the tire just got cut all the way down. So it's done. And we're sitting there. We can't drag this trailer out. So we went to sleep. You know what are you going to do? We can't leave this. Ball. If it was ours, we'd have left it. You know, and come back and get it. Can't leave a borrowed trailer there. So we go sleep. A few hours later, this guy comes back, and or this guy drives up behind us, and he's like, he knocks on the window and wakes us up. When, I mean, imagine walking up on three dudes or a truck, fogged up windows. You knock on it, three dudes are like, hey, you know, <laughs> what would you do? Like, you, 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 it's one truck there, right? And you go. You boys okay? Windows are fogged up. Roll down. Three dudes are like, hey, you know, what would you do?
1: I don't know. You I, would leave. I try, I try not to <laughs> knock on any windows or well, any air. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. So, anyway, terrible example, I guess. But you would leave, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would yeah, leave. For hey, sure. I'm out, you know. So, anyway, he knocks on the window. He's like, you guys okay? We were like, well, actually, no. You know, he's like, well, I saw the trailer back there. You know, he's like, I'll be back. Homeboy pulls up with an 18-foot flatbed. Winch, I don't know, I don't even remember where the winch was or how how it came into play. Winch is the trailer, our boat and trailer on his, onto his flatbed trailer.
1: What a king,
2: bro! Oh no, no, no just wait. He's like, I, I'll fix this for you. I was like, you know, the Lee springs broke. We don't have a tire and we don't have a spare. He's like, got you. I was like, this dude is a <laughs> champion welder or something. Anyway, he's like, I live right up the road down this down this road. And let's just follow me. All right, cool. We go to his house. As soon as we pull into this driveway, we, we make a couple curves. He lives in a, in a like a little little lake, like there's a lake over there, and there is a. It looks like he's about to have a bonfire. It's not a. It's not wood. It is a pile of trailers, just in the middle of his yard. I, I mean, it's like what a, of all a trailer yard. Uh, yeah, but it's just a pile of them. Like like you legit could have like a bonfire out there if it was wood. Like it was that big.
1: Just a collection, item. Is,
2: is that a terrible illustration? No. It was a mountain of trailers in the middle of his yard.
1: I love it.
2: This dude rolls up. He he parks. He pulls the trailer off the trailer. He pulls our boat trailer off his flatbed trailer, and then goes and grabs the tractor, drives out, hooks up to a trailer. Like you know, he sizes them up, and he's like, hmm. this one. He hooks it up, pulls it out, takes the leaf spring off of it, takes the tire off of it, puts a new leaf spring on our trailer, puts a new tire on our trailer. And then he says, hey, before you go, here's another one for a spare in case this one popped because they're old
1: no way he got
2: done and then when he got done he goes hey look he was like what do we owe you can we come back and pay you we don't have any money right now you know we're broke and he was like uh no you don't owe me anything he's like just bring it back bring this spare tire back when you're done or whatever he said but if you don't no big deal he said only thing don't park in the middle of the road on that three mile trail back there again i know who you are (laughs) <laughs> wow! because we would park in the middle of the road because I mean it's public like yeah. you're trying any kind of like advantage you can have so we're parking the wheelers and the trailers in the middle of the road so people have to work to go around it
1: Oh, you're one of those guys. I
2: was when I was was there, for sure.
1: That's funny. Because there wasn't
2: many places to hunt back there. And if you go past that trailer, but you already know somebody's back there, you shouldn't be back there anyway.
1: Facts. I have turkey hunting places like that, where if you see a truck there and you continue to drive your truck back there. You shouldn't. Yeah. You You shouldn't be upset
2: because you have to get a new tire because you found a nail in it later.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. I'm
2: just, anyway. So we, uh, since then, never have parked in the middle of that road again.
1: See, I needed that man last spring <laughs> in South Florida. Yeah. One of my mentors; he's like a big brother to me, and he's one of those people that's poured in so much into my life. He's yeah. awesome. But my friend Macy's want to kill her first turkey. Anyway, um, we, we go down to scout, and we went down several days early for the second opener, open just to check it out, and hopefully, you know, find her a bird. And long story short, we, we brought an airboat down there with us. Mm-hmm northeast Arkansas. I don't know a thing about an airboat but you know oh, we have no. this dual axle trailer cause it's a big old boat yeah. so we get a flat on one side but we you know I mean heck we got a million tires on that thing it's not like <laughs> a regular jumbo <job laughs> boat trailer so I was like hey you know like, <laughs> let it roll girl that's what I, said. I said let it roll I was like we're fine don't you think and he's yeah. a grown man and I was 21, but, you know, I'm a 21-year-old teenage girl. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. I might be an adult, but not, you know, I didn't yeah, feel no, like no, it. I'm yeah. in college. So I was like, dude, that's fun. And he's like, yeah, I think you're right. We can get to a place um, like in Orlando and get it fixed. And I was like, great. Let's go. We drive this thing all around Florida. The next day, we get another flat. And we're like, oh, <laughs> we're <wait, laughs> down to two tires. But yeah. it's like, okay, okay. Well, then we're actually on our way to hunt, and uh, another, another tire flies. <laughs> it's not flies off; it flies because <laughs> <off the tire. laughs> we're in the middle of nowhere. You got like we're not even like a blowout type deal. Oh yeah. Oh no. But, like the thing is, we weren't like I say we're in the middle of town. We weren't we weren't in town towns. Like we weren't around any tire places. And it was like I think it was for whatever reason we were not able to get to a tire shop that could get us open for this. I don't know. Yeah. And anyway, after the first one, I was like, "Okay, we're fine." After the second one, I was like, "We really need help." Yeah. And then the third one actually was injected. Done deal. Flew, <laughs> flew into the road, and hit a Tacoma, <laughs> <laughs> and all the way to yeah. Tacoma just went straight through the grill.
2: Oh no!
1: But. We we just did
2: you keep going?
1: Let, let me explain. Shut <laughs> <was> rolled out. <laughs> Maggie
2: said, "I just well, kept
1: going." Well, I wasn't driving. I'm in the passenger seat. Oh, okay. And so I was like, "Hey, dude. Well, first of all, it, we're about to scout some public land, and I was like, Yeah. You know, what? let's just walk in. Let's just walk <laughs> in. I said, just drop the freaking trailer, <laughs> the trailer at this point. Ain't make it much further. <laughs> just drop the trailer. We're gonna get some help later. We're gonna go get our tires. We'll fix everything, whatever.' Because I just figured we could, you know, fix it inside the, the rope." It wasn't one of them type of deals either. But I was like, just drive it. We'll go get breakfast at McDonald's. Yeah. It's like 5.30 at this point. So we drop it. We go to McDonald's. And uh, my really good friend who's driving, he gets a phone call. And it's from the local police. Oh, no. Because there was numbers. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, yeah. we just thought it was because our trailer's on the side of the road. Yeah, And he's like, actually, um, no. You... Guitar hit this other vehicle, <laughs> and so like we come back, and I've got my hash brown and my orange juice in my hand, and all the police are taking notes. And I'm just like, man, this ain't no good. <laughs> this ain't good. So I understand completely, but we did not have an angel. We actually had to pay an astronomical amount to have didn't that trailer towed. Yeah, not
2: good. Didn't
1: work out. But you now speaking of crazy offense, I heard you were in a high speed chase huh yeah i heard you were at a high speed you were involved in a high speed chase i don't know if you were necessarily the runner but i heard you had a brand new truck <laughs> and it yeah. was involved in some incident oh tell,
2: man tell yeah me about
1: this incident
2: yeah so i was uh there's a, a training a dog training facility in little rock by i'm close to little rock uh the srs uses it i can't remember the name of it but i was up there photographing doing some stuff for a boat company and uh, they gave away a boat at this deal, which was kind of cool. But I'd been up there all day with a camera, and it was hot. And not that any of this matters, but it does to me because this is how I remember it. So <laughs> you're just going to have to hear it. I'm sorry. So we get in, I get done with that. I'm sweating. I mean, I'm, I'm over it. Like, it's just like, dude, all I want to do is take a shower, and that's it. But I'm five hours from the house, you know? And I'm like, you know what? This is a new truck, and it has air conditioner seats, and I need it all the way on. So I'd ride, and I'm comfortable, and I'm good. I'm on the phone with somebody and start going through this bottom. And, uh, and I mean, I'm doing 55 miles an hour, and, and I'm just rolling. And I see um, a cop on the shoulder of the road. And I'm like, you know, he's got this something in his hand, and I thought he was picking up trash. Like, I just thought, all right, oh, man, this is...
1: What a good guy! Bro,
2: this is the guy. These guys are the ones that you want. Were they like, taking care of their city, right? Of Home county. county heroes, right? I'm talking like pride. Like, where's the badge the right way? And he gets in there and he's like, uh, or he's over there and I see him grabbing. It looks like oh, it's PVC pipe. It's like, all right, cool. Well, I'm, I'm, it's a two lane deal. I'm going around a curve and there's a car here. So I get over because you're supposed to get over as a courtesy when the cops on the shoulder of the road. Correct. 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 So I got half of my truck in the turning lane. The other truck's half, you know, the other truck is half in this lane and we're going. And then I realize too late that Homeboy, whatever he's holding in his hand, has a string going out in the road. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but okay. Well, then <laughs> when I, I'm driving, I hear pump, pump. And I'm like, surely not. No, this didn't just, just, wah, and I scroll, wah, wah. I scroll on my menu on my truck and I see the air pressure on my front left, on my front, was it my front tire or my back? Anyway, there's only one tire. It was my back, my rear tire, I think. Short of the long, I see my air pressure going from like, it was at 60, I think. And before I got like a quarter of a mile up the road, it was at like 12. So I just yanked it over. Sure enough, homeboy had the spike strip out. And I pull over, and I'm like, "All right," and I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty well upset at this point. And it was
1: a brand new truck, right? It was
2: five thousand miles on the truck, and I definitely ran over a set of spike strips. And thirty seconds after I pull over the side of the road, I'm throwing my hands up at the cop, like I'm, I'm upset. And this other, this white F one fifty comes around the curve doing, I mean, I don't know, at least a buck ten, and he comes around here, and you see him yank it, and he hits it and then the dude goes for another like half mile past me and he just pulls over he's on spark he's running sparks like he's done F- cops surround him and I'm like oh that's why you know yeah. <laughs> you know but I'm still kind of upset yeah and, and I see this guy go by me and I see another cop go by me and I see this whole boy that that, that set the spike strips too far in the road he goes by me and when he goes by me then I get mad again.
1: Like hey bro hit me up. Oh, that
2: was not the the language I used when he went by my truck and right. and, I, and I just anyway not going to get into that. But he come back, uh our cop come back and then he come back and they were talking like man, you know, sorry. You know, we we didn't mean to. We we didn't thought it was far enough in the middle of the road and I'm like, "Well, it was until I had to get over because I'd get a ticket in other places for not getting over for you." And, yeah, that was, that was a very exciting time. And then he's like, well, you know, uh, at least he didn't get all of them. I was like, hmm. But, you know, I've only got 5,000 miles on this tire right here. So it pretty much got it, you know, yeah. got a brand new one. And anyway, the TikTok went bonkers, man. Wait,
1: what, what TikTok?
2: Well, you ain't seen it?
1: What's the TikTok?
2: It's a TikTok of, like, us trying to figure out how to change this tire on my truck. So I've changed tires. A lot of tires okay there's a pole you know it goes in the back of your truck you wind it down it falls you undo it you take it off well me the captain or i think it was the cap or the chief what i think it was the captain and the other policeman we're sitting there we take it out like i go get everything out i'm like hey man here and i go to shove it in there i take anyway shove it in go to twist it and i feel it grab and i'm like all right cool well at this point i think something's wrong with my truck Right, because I've got it in here and I've been reading all these reviews all these recalls not recalls but problems they're having with these new 24 GMCs I'm like they done messed something else up you know and I'm convinced I'm like because I know how to change the tire and I'm like this is not working anyway we tried for a solid I don't know how long it was and the video didn't show all this but like at one point the captain there was a white officer a black officer the black officer says nah we go going to YouTube because none, none of us could figure it out right anyway we were all flustered, and we get to, he comes back from the from the car, and he's like, "Give me that." Had had to just turn it around, like I had I had it stuck in the wrong. Like it was one of those things. It was like, all right, I just put the wrong one in. Right. Anyway, so I don't remember if it fit over it or in it, but I had it the other way, and you could feel it grab every time, and it just. Yeah. Felt like an idiot. But the TikTok showed us, like, sitting there trying to change the tire and me talking to the old boy, the the cop. They were super nice about it. They took care of it. They bought me a whole new set of tires. Like, they bought Kings. me four new tires. Kings. Yeah, like, I mean, and I, I had to take up for them on TikTok a lot. I don't know if y'all, like, followed the cop. Did you see any of that stuff? Like, they were like, well, they better do this. I'm like, they're very nice. Like, they stayed there, took care of me. They wouldn't let me change the tire. Like, I was trying to help. They're like, no, no, no we got it. And then, I mean, they, they paid for a whole new set of tires. I'm like, man, I can't it was an accident. Could I've like could somebody else have sued them for that? Probably, you know, like right. negligence or whatever. But it's like, dude, the, they got the guy, you know.
1: I've got a funny story involving police officers and tires. as Well, I have, I've, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so i I went to Arkansas. I still go to Arkansas State, but now I'm online. This was yeah. during my short time on campus, and um, I. I hit a curb, and you know, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still a girl, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, blame it on that. Yeah, yeah good. I'm still a girl, and I hit a curb, a yeah. stereotypical, I know, and I just completely, just go immediately flat. So yeah. I pull over, and at this point, you know, I, I'm like, I've changed trailer tires. I've never changed a truck tire, but I know the fundamentals, and if anyone can do it, I was like, I'm going to try. So I, I get out, whatever. The jack that came with my truck, was not enough to get it up off the ground how to change it and I was like no way no, no way this is happening yeah. but I also was like maybe I'm just an idiot yeah well at this point I called my dad and I was like daddy what's going on well my my dad's brother was a university police officer. Oh, perfect. So my, you know, my uncle just comes up and tries to help me. He confirms Jack is no bueno. No good. So he calls university maintenance. They come. They change my tire. They were very sweet. They were yeah. awesome. Um, but at that point, there was a anonymous app called yik yak
2: i remember yik yak
1: so yik yak had like a resurgence oh yeah my <laughs> freshman year of college. Voting, huh? yeah well i was no, i was not on yik yak just because i had too much to keep up with anyway <laughs> but I, I get a screenshot from one of the girls that was like one of the members of the sorority i joined for like two weeks she sends me a screenshot and it was like Heard Maggie Williams was a professional duck hunter. Well, uh, she must not be because someone's out here changing her tire. (laughs) And I was like, tell me at what point does duck hunting relate to being a pet boy? I don't know. (laughs) A pet boy? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Like, what do you mean? Oh, do you my mean? Gosh. First of all, I didn't call the cops. It was yeah. my uncle. Yeah. Second of all, he couldn't do
0: it either. Yeah.
1: University maintenance had to get, like, an industrial but, jack just because the Chevrolet jack just yeah, was not going to work. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I, yeah, but <laughs> I also had a, a cop attempt to help me <laughs> change my tire. <laughs> and we also had to get out my manual because we, we were like, man, there's no way. Like, yeah. Anyway, we couldn't figure out how to even... We had to get out the, the owner's manual and there was just a lot. Yeah. But I was like, this is a grown man and so, you know. No, it's frustrating. It, you know.
2: Yeah. We well, was three grown dudes out there trying to figure it out and all they had to do is turn the darn pole around you'd have been fine.
1: Right. Well, it's a lot easier to turn a trailer tire. That's all I've ever done. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. It is what it is, but, and then, and then weren't you on Cops?
2: I mean, it was on the TikTok. So, it was like a Cops TikTok page. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it was it was like I don't know, I bet it's over two three I bet it's over two million views. It was like oh, wow. one million quick, and I was getting Snapchats with links, and I wouldn't even look at the link. They're like, "Is this you?" And I was like, "Yep." yep. <laughs> like after like the fifteenth one, I'm like, "Man, let me let me tell you, you know." And then after like number thirty, I'm like, "Yeah, that's me, the cobbler." Yeah, it's him, you know. And I'm <laughs> I'm in like some like short short like I don't know it was pretty short shorts, and like than what I'm normally wearing, you know. And it's like I'm in like some. Just a T-shirt and Vans. I look like I'm just gonna go. I don't know.
1: Skateboarding. Mm-hmm.
2: Something. But no, it skateboarding works. I got my Vans on. I see the. Yep, yeah, that was good. Sorry, I missed that.
1: No, you're good. <coughs> That's hilarious. That is too good. That just wow. Yeah,
2: it, it was not good then.
1: So you've also got quite the scout story I've heard.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one I didn't almost didn't make it back from. So like. Uh, me and a buddy we were that three mile trail I told you we used to park in the middle of um, <laughs> we were there and we were at the end of. we were at mile three actually wow. and uh, we get all the way back and I'd never been really all the way back there at that point and uh, I've got a picture of this I'll have to find and show y'all at some point but uh, this, this is a pretty simple story I mean we get back there and we're hanging out and we're looking and we're, there's a levee in front of us that if we get over that and look down we can see like this big basically uh, managed water you know and we don't, have a, we don't have a bunch of that right there, but the river floods everything. And this is the only thing that holds water to a certain level. And I was like, you know what? I can get across there. The water's, like, not even over the sole of my boots. Like, it's this deep. And I'm like, I'm going to try this. And I've learned since then, like, and when you see water that, that, like, is sitting that shallow, don't go in it, you know? Yeah. But I made, like, three steps, and it was at my shin. And I'm like, all right, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can trudge through this. And I was like, all right, well, like, a few more steps later, it's at my knees. And I'm like... I think I can still make this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty nimble, dude. I don't weigh a lot, you know. Like I can do this. Well, about like two more steps later, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm above mid thigh, sitting there, sinking, <gasps> and I'm like, this is not this. This is not how it ends, you know. Like this is quicksand. I'm not gonna die. And like this is supposed to happen in the Amazon or something. My biggest
1: childhood fear. I'm telling you, life in
2: Louisiana. All these black and white comic book cartoons or what comic book movies? Like this is happening. This is happening right now. And I'm moving around. and I'm like, all right. They say don't move. You know. So I'm like, just don't move. And the the thing. This is wild. The craziest thought that went through my head was like, we can get a game warden out here and pull me out. But what if they wrap a winch to me and half of me stays in here, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's what was going through my head. Like, what would you think though? Like you're right. stuck and I'm just feeling this pressure and I'm like, guys, I don't know what to do. My buddy's back here in a folder. the folder can't pull me out. And I got another buddy named Bradley and Brad is a big dude. We call him Yeti. And he just, he makes this like the, the Chewbacca sound. So it's just weird, but it's funny. And you know, that's why he's our friend, but he, uh, he's an awesome dude. He's also one of the bigger guys we hung out with, like just, you know, just a big dude. And. He uh, He
1: said Yeti saved me. Yeah, he did, but it wasn't
2: that simple. He pulled a tree up, like a a, a little a tree with a good root system.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, wait what? he just ripped a tree out of the ground?
2: Yeah.
1: He is a Yeti. This yeah, man, he's a big this dude. Man is a wild uh, animal. Yeah.
2: I mean, like we're not talking about like a fifteen year old oak tree or anything. You know, like he didn't It wasn't producing acorns, but he, he pulled his tree up. Yeah, it was bigger than a sapling. But I mean like but the root the root the root system. Come out with it, you know. Wow. And that's the reason I was able to get out because he, he was like, wait, grab this. You know, I grabbed it. and It can't pull me out. I was like, hold on. So he threw it to me. And when he when I grabbed it, I just pushed it down in front of me. And when I did, those roots stayed in there. And just, it got the suction of the mud away from me. So I just kept pushing it down. And when I did, the mud moved away. And I got to pick up, you know, because it was almost like, a, I don't know what you would call it, but it pushed me out. And I just laid on the mud. And basically rolled out of there. Because if I stepped in it, I would have been stuck again. So I just rolled off of this thing. And, uh, yeah, we just joke about, like, Bradley pulled a tree up and saved my life, you know? Half of me would still be there if he wouldn't have.
1: I wish my getting stuck story was near as cool as that one. (laughs) I wouldn't say
2: it's cool. I'll show you a picture. i look horrible. I would love to see the picture. I I, I have mud all over to my ribcage. Like, it's bad.
1: So, all of my life, my dad has been the biggest uh, fan of pulling a slew over the levee. Okay, great. But whenever we typically do this, it's the week before duck season, mm-hmm. and there's no water. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, you have to manually pull it over. And so, we would... Just, it, for a while, it was me and my dad and, like, two other men. And I was, like, a 15-year-old girl. No business being part of this. Yeah. No, I mean, physical strength of a squirrel here. <laughs> and anyway... We were walking the levee, and it was really muddy. Yeah. Well, my dad's like, man, I don't, I don't know about walking down there, but that was the only way we ha- we could go. Yeah. Because we obviously drove the boat down there. Yeah. But uh, the boat is we could we couldn't take it back. We have it parked. Yeah. So he's like, Mags, run across of it. Well, I'm 15 years old. I might weigh 100 pounds, so yeah. I run across of it. It's like, Oh, daddy, come on, it's good, You're it's good. good. Yeah. My daddy, um, my daddy's a grown man. Yeah,
2: he's grown.
1: Anyway, he, it's his turn to cross this mud, and he just starts sinking. <laughs> and, what, and, and anyone that knows my daddy knows how funny this would be, because my dad's starting to get frustrated, and I'm just laughing because I'm not in the mud. You know what I mean? And he's like, Maggie, this is serious. I said, you want me to pull you out, Dad? Like, I, I said, Daddy, I can't help you I'm going to get stuck. And I was like, you got to do it. you got to just get out. So my dad it was got all the way down to his waist in this mud, I mean, I've never seen mud like this in my life. It must have been quick sand mud. <laughs> but uh, anyway, finally, I'm like, you just have to crawl out, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyway. <laughs> like
2: the ending of Old Yeller.
1: I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't think I've seen Old Yeller in like 15 years. But uh, yeah, anyway, my daddy finally made it out by like army crawling yeah. out. But I was like, I cannot help you. Yeah,
2: no, no chance. Sorry, you're you're big there, doll. but I'm not staying.
1: <laughs> but I do have videos of it And I put it on TikTok And that was like the start of my TikTok career. Was it really? Yeah, thanks for taking one for the TikTok t- t- Yeah, daddy. thanks dad <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that That's funny man. I didn't know that uh, Man, we still actually have trouble Every single year putting that sleep in Yeah It's not fun It's still not? No Well, at least you
2: like, graduated from squirrel strength
1: Not really Not
2: re- oh, Never mind, I'm just kidding
1: Not really <laughs> Not at all But now, what is your jumbo
2: story? Honestly, it's 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 really not as cool. um Really, it all boils down to we were on three mile again, parked in the middle. And we were going back.
1: <laughs> you, first of all, let's just put this out there: you cannot go back to three mile. No, I place have bad juice. Yeah, but it's
2: but it's that's where I mean that's where I cut my teeth, like that area. And it's just like, man, I got to go back, and nothing ever comes back, like something's broken every time we come back correct it does not matter it does not matter right and anyway we get out there and we know like it's it's cold it's not nearly as cold as it was this past time but it was cold everything was froze up and it's the the trail's flooded so we run back in there and instead of like you go back and you take a hard 90 um towards the river and the water was up enough where you barely you took the hard 90 and you stopped so we Threw the boat off And we slid it out in the water We made a couple Like made a little bit further And then you, you had ice Like you're talking ice You know Like yeah Word to your mother type ice And we were there <laughs> And we start Thank you I was like damn <laughs> Nobody got that dude like,
1: <laughs> I'm on one model But yeah, too, I yeah. try that yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it's a You gotta know that though But um we're, we're there And we're just like We don't know what to do Cause we didn't expect it to be Like that frozen And we get out there, and we're like, "All right, cool. We can make this work. Like, let's walk across. Let's figure out something." Well, that didn't work. So we get the bright idea. I was like, "You know what? Like, what if we shoot the ice?" Oh my we'll break it up, gosh. you know. I mean, we didn't have a chainsaw, we didn't have a hammer. We were young. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, you're talking three years of experience, duck hunting, and We're out here in a John boat, Put walking them on ice,
1: number two. <laughs> yeah, so baby.
2: Hey, but we did, and that's how we got. That's how we started it. So we're like, all right, cool. We don't have enough shells to keep doing this, right? So can't buy another box till next week. So we're <laughs> sitting there, and we're like, all right, we got an anchor though, and a rope.
1: Oh, gosh. so
2: let's throw the anchor on the ice and when it breaks the ice we pull the boat forward right. and that's what we did that's the only way we could get through because we were scared to walk on the ice at this point it started getting deeper we're like well we can't die you know we got to go back and we keep throwing we get out there finally and there's a big opening where the, the road the road that goes toward a break it tees into this three mile and behind us is a big field and it's a big it's the only place that we can actually have an opportunity to hunt it's a little bit deeper so we get there, and we just th- we just <laughs> we park the boat like where we want kind of where we want to hunt, and we just start throwing the anchor out at like a half circle, and we get it, and we get we it broke up, and then we just start like pushing the ice away, and we hunted and we we push it off in the in the grass, and it's like we 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 brought we just went home and we shot like two ducks that day, but like it was cool, like right. it was like you, I'll never do that again, like I'll never do that again because it's stupid, and I'll never do that again, probably because. It'll never happen again, you know?
1: See, during the freeze, we were just like, okay, so we hunted with Dr. Matt Ryan. Are you familiar? He's a duck dog vet mm. from Mississippi. Okay. He is a very responsible man, a very respectable <laughs> man. We love Dr. Ryan. Yeah. Anyway, but he gives us a call, and he's, he's the first one to go down the river, and he's like, man, I don't know about this ice. He's like, yeah. I, I don't know about driving in this ice.
2: Yeah. Very and cautious individual. Very just yeah. smart. Just, yeah. Just
1: has a good head on his shoulders. Oh, but, yeah. You know, this man's a doctor in something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. It might be veterinary science, but he is a doctor in something, you yeah. know. He's been to school. Yeah. Well, we're like, hey, let's just drive through it. I mean, we knew there was a lot of ducks on God, the other. We, we, we knew there was a lot of ducks on the other side of this ice. And so we we're like, let's just drive through it.
2: Yeah. Um, common sense does not matter.
1: Yeah, we gotta get to him. So on. our other friend, his name Wade, coincidentally. Not the same way. Not a smart man. No, Wade is actually super intelligent. Oh, we love Wade. Wade's like 17 going on 27. He's mm-hmm. a great kid. Um, but we're like, hey, Wade, come on. Like, you go first. Because I do not have a mud motor. I have um, this little four-stroke Yamaha. Not and not the I mean it's a 70, but still, I was like, you go, <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, you go first, Wade. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So I'm following his ice trail. Anyway, long story short, rest in peace to his prop shaft oh. from the ice.
2: And what kind of boat does he have?
1: Uh, he had like a gator tail savage series. Prop, I mean, his it, so prop shaft. Off? No, 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 no! He didn't fall off. He just bent his prop shaft.
2: Bad. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Never done that before. Right.
1: The whole yeah. river was just like locked up. And when I say locked up, I mean like three inches of ice. Yeah, and that's
2: that's a lot of water. Yeah. Like, like that's yeah that's tough, dude.
1: I mean, so Doctor Matt Ryan was right. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> she listened, Doc. Did y'all make it to the ducks?
1: We, we, we did kill ducks that day. So,
2: Doc was wrong. Uh, <laughs> like, you gotta go, dude. A win is a win. A win, a win is, is a win. win. And you know what? That prop shaft can be replaced. Well, You missing out on those ducks in that river? Cannot. I agree. I'm just saying, I'll get fired up, dude. You go. Wade took one for the team. Yeah. He, <laughs> he did. Y'all not do nothing but hunt and
1: shoot Wade took one for the team. <laughs> yeah. And Will is his little brother. He's like, 50. he's 14. He's yeah. 14, but he has become my chauffeur. Um, He loves to drive my boat. Yeah. And I just let him. Yeah, but uh, we've we've recently named him the hole runner. Oh yeah. But uh, this is Willard's going to kill me for telling oh, the story. Oh no. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, sh- I, I probably should explain to people that do not hunt nar because I what a hole runner is. Yeah, a hole runner is the guy that drives. Their boat to the hole at four o'clock in the morning is takeoff time. He secures the hole for the team, and he competes against other guys who are also running the hole for their team. The goal is to obviously be there first. If you don't, you snooze, you lose. Don't get to hunt there. Yeah. If you have sense, you don't hunt there. Yeah. Anyway, this is like the second time that a kid close to us in our circle has been hole running and had this incident happen. So he gets there, and he's like, he, he gives us a call. And he's like, hey, um," Mm. by the way, he has an adult with him. Chance, I'm calling you out. Chance Chance is like 23. Chance is a tax paying member of society here. (laughs) And he's not saying a word. So we get a call from Will on the phone. He's like, man, I'm I'm at the mouth of this hole, and uh, I pulled up, you know, about 10 yards behind another boat, but neither one of us are in it. And we said, hang up and get in it. like, what do you mean? It's like 410. Like, you should have been there. Yeah. Like, Y'all are both just looking at each other in the mouth of this hole? Anyway, he, you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, just cranks <laughs> it and runs in. Gets on plane. Whatever. And makes it to, in there. Well, then they obviously see you trying to pass them. Yeah. And they do the same thing. They both speed up, but it's like 10 minutes past, you know, takeoff yeah. time. And they're both in this hole just looking at each other. And we... The group we were with killed him in there the day before that. Yeah. We just, we you know, we volunteered our hole runner because we're like, man, we got to jam up hole runner. <laughs> <laughs> 14-year-old Willard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to jam up. Yeah. He ain't not enough even know to be scared. Just stay on
2: it, boy. Don't let off.
1: <laughs> exactly. Golly. Yeah. And so, these the folks that were in there were, like, we were like, hey, you know, why'd you come in here? Well, we heard all that shooting yesterday. Oh, my
2: God. And At like, least they were honest. It,
1: I- Facts. And they also said, like, well we saw Maggie oh post boy. a picture mm. by this levy. Well, first Maggie, off, It was with no that, ducks.
2: It don't matter. It was Maggie. a two week old picture. They, they're on Maggie's trail. They went hunt where Maggie hunted.
1: Um what's crazy is whenever that picture was taken, it was so high that you couldn't I mean it was above your head. You couldn't stand in the hole. So I was like, I post it was just a picture of me and my dog. Like it wasn't yeah. ducks related, nothing. Like me and yeah. my dog in the snow. Um but the water was so high you couldn't hunt it. So I was like, Well, I'll just post it. We're not gonna hunt you anytime soon. It's like, <laughs> but we are, but they said, yeah, that. we saw Maggie was back in here. Yeah. I was like,
2: well, I, Maggie kills ducks
1: every day. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. I wish that was true. Yeah. I wish that. But it's like, my favorite thing is like the older men that are like, well, you know, why are you following a 21 year old girl around? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, oh
2: my gosh. Like, king. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> Man, I mean,. If I was a couple years younger, I'd call child services on you. <laughs> <laughs> and legally, you'd, go, you'd get arrested. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm like, mm, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. So did they end up hunting with y'all? Uh,
1: yeah. It was oh, actually man. W- one of the worst hunts. Well, let me just explain. Um, uh, the legend, Mr. Dennis Campbell, joined us that morning. Oh, yeah. Someone very special to me. And... We're all just sitting around. And he's like, all right, well, this is, this is how we need to hunt the hole. Well, we're going to listen to Dennis, you know Absolutely. I mean? Huh? Yeah, he, he he is who organized the hunt the day before. Yeah. And so, anyway, his word is gold. So we're like, all right, great. Well, the other guys are not wanting to hunt it the way Dennis wants to hunt it. And the guys
2: that came in because they saw you posted a picture. Uh, yes. <laughs> Take the plug out of their boat.
1: <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. I mean, they were very sweet men. Like, I have to say, they were very nice and cordial with us. Like, we all got along. We were all vibing. But, like, they were all old enough to, like, they were all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyway, I told Dennis that morning, I was like, listen, all of these men are around your age group. So, we brought you we, we, we brought you in here to Bare Knuckle Box. Yeah. Bare Knuckle Box. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: If you're 65 and older, this is your age <laughs> <laughs> But no, 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 no. Oh my god. Do
2: you have your AAP card? You can get it, cuz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Dennis is going to kill me to hear this podcast. But I no. don't know Dennis, but I like him. No, we, we love the men, actually. They were super nice guys that we them with. I'm not talking smack on them at all. Yeah. But it was just like. They were both of the same age, so it's like you really can't boss the other one around.
2: No, no, no.
1: So we tried one, then we to the other hole, we tried the other, and there are two ding-dongs that were also like 50 yards away to start with, mm. and we're like, hey, bud, what are you doing? And I looked at the boys in our group, and I was like, can I, can I say something to them? And they're like, no, no. You know, like, I'm like that little chihuahua you got to kick, shut yeah, up, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just, you know, be cordial. So <laughs> I was going to ask them, are you hunting with us or on top of us? Because yeah. this ain't going to work. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're walking around. Oh, yeah. they walk around and scare up this big raft of ducks we were hunting. Just walk right up into them. Fired their gun like twice. And so that's like right at daylight, right at shooting light. They were the first shots on morning. They probably
2: limited right then.
1: Probably not.
2: Oh, never mind.
1: No, they were... They were well. Can no. I, let me let me also can I say this on the podcast? Fire
2: longs huh? <laughs> so,
1: the other guys that set up on top of us, we were like four. Were they? They were not in state, were they? No, they were not. Yeah, again. they were
2: from Arkansas. There we go.
1: I could. Sw- I told like the story three times. So it's all right. It. I will. The other times I told the story, I said they had Alabama tags. Nah. So A- br- bah, bah. A- okay, A- had It
2: started with A. That's good.
1: It's close enough. So I guess some lo- Arkansas local boys were. Um, <laughs> now it comes out. I guess it was local boys. They were all set up on top of us, and let's just say we could smell what they were smoking from the. Golly, life. no. <laughs> we, got, we got some other boys that scared up our ducks. And we We've <laughs> got about six men over the age of 65, and none of them are in agreement.
2: Oh, no. And then you were not on one accord. <laughs> in one accord.
1: So, no ducks were killed. We should have killed a 100. I mean, it should have been.
2: Should have been right. We
1: should have wrote. Maggie, I'm going to
2: tell you, like, you shouldn't have posted the picture.
1: Apparently not. I'm just telling you. I just always thought, like, the people I got to worry about, like, I thought it'd be like, you know, 15 year olds. And not I was like, you know what? My 15 year old. We'll beat your fifteen. How
2: many? Com- I mean, this is going to be like how, do you like all the followers? I don't know the number. Mm-hmm. do You think all of them are fifteen? No. no. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I, I, I didn't realize were, my demographic. So, look,
2: they're, they're, they're 59 to 15, you well, know. Apparently. Obviously, because Mr. Dennis's uh, peers showed up because they saw your <laughs> picture.
1: Well, I, I do. I, I, they were very nice guys, and I've seen them I'm, since. Yeah, then. I get it. Yeah, they're nice dudes. But uh, <laughs> Mr. Dennis's peers, man. <laughs>
2: Lesson learned
1: Dennis also is like Just a living legend Yeah And he By by the amount of people We have set up on top of us The miscommunications We had going on Just just everything That was going wrong He did not even Blow his duck call And uh No deed No it was just like Not having it So then We got in our boats And we rode around the river And did absolutely nothing For the rest of the morning One of them days Yeah No
2: I get it I get it Golly man I'd like to know What was going through Mr. Dennis's mind
1: I, I know what he told us when we got in the boat, um, and it's nothing I can repeat on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, man, it's just uh, something about a goat roping.
2: Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. We can leave it at that.
1: Yeah. That's good. I, I always say these boys must have wanted to have been cowboys because we sure like to do a lot of goat roping.
2: My buddy's Jeff, that I told you is my best friend since kindergarten, his uh, email in high school was goatropingredneck at hotmail.com.
1: That's iconic.
2: It was. I, how do you think I remember that? Like, I don't even remember, I mean. It, right. It's not as easy. I mean, it was high school. Anyway, nothing new, with anything, but I thought that was funny.
1: I'll be honest with you. I think one of my old emails was, uh, it was like my, my first email I've ever made. It was magrazorbackfan at email.com. yeah. I've never watched Was your
2: password e or something?
1: Probably. <laughs> the thing is, I've never watched a whole sports game in my life.
2: Yeah, but it's cool for the, that cursive A here. What is, what is Arkansas? Arkansas is a block A. Like a blocky looking A? I'll
1: tell you how big of a fan I am. I couldn't even answer the question.
2: Oh. What Jack, is it?
1: Jack would know. Baseball is a cursive
2: A. It's a cursive Cur- A because Alabama. A? what is, Is Alabama kind of cursive? Oh, more cursive. cursive.
1: Extra cursive. Yeah, it's hey.
2: more cursive.
1: Omaha. <laughs> 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 Whatever that means. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. But what a podcast. This has been good. This has been great. I like it. Thank you so much, Wade. You have been such a king. I really appreciate you recording with me. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the boys laughing? I call everyone king. to yeah. like the highest regard. I don't know. Like, what I
2: what I've never. I don't really hear that a lot. Like, <laughs> such a king. What a king. And I heard it at least 14 times before you left to get pizza. Yeah. And um, what?
1: King, beha- <laughs> king behavior. Yeah, I was
2: like, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. But whatever,
2: dude. Like, I get it. I like it.
1: Yeah, so thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciated it. We've had a lot of fun, and we'll have to yeah. hunt together again. When it's not um, a goat roping.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was fun. We could have killed them had we done something different.
1: Had had we done everything <laughs> different? Actually, yeah.
2: but look, if we never would have done that, like, I don't know. I think you got to have a really crappy one. It's like I think the first one that's super crappy, and you still hang out and want to do something again, that means like you're going to beat them up the next time. And if you don't, you're still going to you're going to have a good time,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. We love getting our teeth kicked in. Oh, I, I
2: mean yes i don't
1: know how i have any left actually well i know
2: i mean you had a four and a half hour hair appointment so you got that fixed
1: hey by the <laughs> way it, it, today is uh january 26th if you see me from now to the nwtf just know it's fresh it's fresh <laughs> it's fresh
2: <laughs> looks real you know we got the volume and everything you, which was extensions or what would you do no this is all real I, I, I believe it I was, I was wondering no what'd you do seriously for the, four hours
1: I, for four hours please. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a natural brunette we
2: Oh, okay, got it.
1: Yeah, so.
2: Sorry, I just had to say. It. I no, thought
1: it was funny. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So if you know me, I am a high maintenance queen. <laughs> 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 and I guess Wade learned that today oh my too. Gosh. But uh, yeah. Catch us next time on the Maggie Loops podcast for all things bare knuckle boxing <laughs> for ages sixty five and
2: up. And a AARP peers.
1: Yeah, and, and for you know hair highlights and, and, and king behavior. Yeah. I, yeah. Let's so go. Catch y'all on the next one.
0: You've been listening to the Maggie Williams podcast. Join us each and every time right here where you catch your favorite podcast. And if you've missed an episode, well, it's a podcast you can go back and catch up. We'll catch you next time right here.